0: You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.
0: It is Monday. It is. It is Monday. Monday, February third.
1: It's a it's it's a
0: joyful Monday. It is. It's a joyful happy Monday. Yes, because it's Mental Health Monday. We're going to talk about Monday. happiness and joy. And last week was National Lutheran Schools Week, it and we're was. still wrapping that up today. So in the second half, uh, you get to hear some of the students that we got to meet with on Friday mm-hmm. after they finished up in chapel. So looking forward to sharing that with you in just a little bit. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu.
1: Live Uncommon.
0: It is time to check in with Deaconess Heidi Gaiman on uh, Mental Health Monday. Good morning, Heidi. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Happy Monday. to you, to everyone listening. <laughs> and Or Joyful Monday. Maybe I'll mm. just say Joyful Monday from now on. What's the
1: difference between those?
0: <laughs> that wasn't subtle at all. <laughs>
1: No, right? No. I think we could use both terminologies in order to greet people on this Monday morning.
0: Oh, you're so diplomatic. <laughs> so that brings us to our topic today, happiness and joy. Yay. I almost said that a little too syrupy, didn't I? Yep, you did. okay. A little bit. All right. I feel I'll back like Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> back off a little bit. All right. so
1: We can always refer people to our sadness and fear episodes of the last couple of weeks. I see why we did this first.
0: When you say that, all I can picture is the sadness character in the movie inside. Oh, in, oh. inside out. Is There's it? also joy. So Yeah. Yes. It's oh, a good yes. movie. Okay. Oh. So the anyway.
1: differences between <laughs> happiness and joy. It'll be my job to like get us on track. What is of. the difference
0: between happiness and joy? Yes, we don't want to get down to There's like the last minute. too much lies, happy wouldn't. going on right
1: now. What's right, the difference right. between
0: happiness and joy?
1: <laughs> you know, I think... It, a, Scripturally, when we dive into the Bible, we find both, which I think is not normally what you hear in a lot of Christian rhetoric out there. Um, I'm not sure we talk about it quite as much in Lutheranism as we do in other denominations and things like that, but we hear a lot of Christian rhetoric that says, you know, God values joy. Uh, but he doesn't value happiness. He doesn't care about your happiness. I think there's even like whole books named that and things and articles named God doesn't care about your happiness. Um, And while there is some truth in that, like there will be in most things, um, that isn't the whole story. And when we dive into scripture, we see that God does have a space for both in our life, but they simply are not the same thing. And that's where people get confused. And that's one thing pastors and church leaders and people tend to get concerned about is when we do equate both of those things. And so we want joy in our life. We want joy that comes from salvation in our life that's never changing in Christ Jesus. And so we end up seeking it in things that can only really give us momentary happiness. Um, But one place that this clears up the whole topic for us is especially in the Psalms, which is evidently one of my favorite books because I keep bringing it up. (laughs) But we see a lot of emotional expression in there. And we see the, we see places for happiness. We see when you have won a battle and it's a moment of happiness, um, as well as that foundational joy that we have in Christ and God in our lives and all that he's doing. And so, first of all, understand it's semantics. You know, other cultures have different words for these things. And we in English have the the terms of happiness and joy. We might consider words like excitement in this sphere too. And so understanding that when we say joy and we look at, for instance, the Greek term, uh, I think you pronounce it like karos or something like that. That's not my specialty is Greek uh, pronunciation. But when we look at that, that we are talking about salvation. We're talking about what comes from Jesus and Jesus alone. And God values that most. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it possible then to have joy without having happiness? Yeah, I think we just covered uh, topics like depression and anxiety. And, you know, there are going to be times in our life where we have very little feeling of happiness or very little experience of what joy is. But it's still part of what is ours in the fruits of the spirit. It's still part of what is ours because Christ lives inside of us. And so sometimes we might be able to um, express or share the cognitive experience, the mindful experience of joy in our lives without having the sensations of that in our hearts and in our bodies. And that is foundational. And I think that's really important uh, that we recognize that. We also want people to be in a place where they can have experiences of those things. There's no shame in wanting to have the outward expression and that sensation of joy in our lives. It's just just like any emotion. We just don't let those experiences and feelings lead us, but we let them inform us of where we're at in our faith and in our walk with God and in our you know daily activities. You mentioned earlier about uh, some people saying that um, God values joy over happiness. Um, Why, why do we, why do we think that way? Uh, That, that happiness isn't, isn't or isn't always a good thing, quote unquote good. Yeah. I think because of the fact that so much, of the time in the world we are chasing after things that are so momentary mm-hmm. that we are so concerned for people's salvation. We're so concerned that they're going to miss uh, the truth of who God is, what he's doing, what he's done for them. You know, dying on the cross, that's that's never going to feel like the experience of joy, uh, but it's very real and important. Uh, Jesus also rose from the dead, which is very much the experience of joy. And so not delineating one of those, you know, not only reflecting on Christ on the cross, but understand that he's also the God of resurrection. I help, I think helps us re embrace the fact that God does value um, the experience of joy, the experience of happiness in our lives and not like leaving one to the side. I think there is a contingency of people that are afraid that if we um, over emphasize happiness, then that's what people will seek. And then when they're confronted with Christ on the cross, well, that doesn't feel happy at all. You know, that doesn't mm-hmm. feel joyful at all. So they'll miss the message of who God is in fullness.
0: And that's why we sometimes struggle with why we we call it Good Friday because it was good. Mm-hmm. But, but it's not happy. But it's right. It's 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 not happiness. So let's talk about then cultivating happiness mm-hmm. and joy. If both of them have a place in our lives, um mm-hmm. is it important to cultivate? happiness and to cultivate joy.
1: Yeah, I think it helps to remember that sometimes we just catch it, like we're caught in a moment of happiness. And that's a good thing. Like when we see a child doing something, um, and it just brings, you know, a fullness to our hearts, like that's a moment of happiness. And we can't plan those things out, you know, we can't like make them happen. And so we're just grateful for them in the moment. And that's a great way to connect with God and just be grateful and give him some glory in that moment. Then, understand that there is a place for cultivating it. And so if if I don't like my job at all, and it is making me miserable, God cares about those things. And so I can reflect on that and look around me and look at what changes I can make in order to cultivate happiness in my workplace. Um, That doesn't change the joy I have in Jesus, whether I'm happy or miserable at work. But Reflecting on the fact that God does care about it, then I can make some meaningful changes. And so that means I'm going to engage in connecting with people I want to connect with. I'm going to um, be mindful of parts of my job that bring me joy. Or I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't say that. I shouldn't confuse the semantics for this episode. But like, I'm going to, um, you know, spend more time that I can on the places of my work that that make me happy or excited or give me, you know, more passion for that work, then I am the things that I need to do and I can get those things done, but, you know, are really dragging me down. And so cultivating it just means to mindfully enter into reflecting on um, the different things that I have in my day and going about those things in a mindful way and understanding that at the end of the day, whether my day is good or whether it's terrible like, I still have the joy of Jesus because he saved me. I have hope in him. And that brings me joy. Yeah. Well, we're talking about cultivating this and a a large movement in, I don't know, it's not really self-help, but uh, whether things spark joy for Mm. you, um, is that now that we're talking about this, is that actually sparking joy or is that sparking happiness? You know, I think it's so interesting because I think as Christians, we have a different vantage point. Like I really do believe that as Christians, we would say that joy itself is really only connected to Christ because of the way we understand it. And because of the way that the Greek uh, utilizes it in the epistles. Like we know that as a scriptural truth, that joy is a fruit of the spirit. And so it's connected to Jesus. Whereas the, the feeling I get when I like, hold a coffee cup in my hand (laughs) is awesome um but that would be more what we semantically would refer to as happiness because it's a light and uh you know a momentary feeling that is fleeting to some extent Mm -hmm. while jesus cares about it and recognizes it because he talks about the term delight a lot. And we hear Hmm. delight in scripture a lot. God, if God does something, we know that there's a not sinful version of that. So (laughs) God, you know, God delights in us. He looks on us and he experiences happiness, you know, when he sees us doing things. And when um, he, when we choose to spend time in his company, like that brings God happiness, not just joy. So we know that there's that like non sinful version of it but my coffee cup not really as meaningful as my joy that i have in jesus you can see the difference mm-hmm.
0: sure that coffee is going to be gone in just a few yeah. minutes probably which is really sad
1: <laughs> right <laughs> that's a different right emotion. and we haven't yeah right totally different emotion and we haven't really talked about some of the i think there is like a dark side to this where there is a whole world out there chasing happiness mm-hmm. and we as christians do it too mm-hmm. um but I think knowing that God has a place for happiness in our life is a much better place to be than shoving happiness aside Mm as something we don't care about as Christians and God Mm -hmm. doesn't care about for us. That's a, that's a, you know, like a demented uh, place to be with God where we uh, it's hard to make peace with a God who doesn't want us to be happy. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, we, we have to dig into that a little bit for our own lives.
0: So what you're saying is it has happiness has a place Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. it, it it's not our sole purpose in life. The bottom line isn't always about my personal happiness, um, but it doesn't also mean that that God doesn't want happiness to have a place in our lives.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. am, right. I, and am God, I getting that right? Yeah, absolutely. And God often brings things like happiness, those momentary things that are kind of caught, but also cultivated through people. You know, we delight in his word is one thing that scripture definitely points us to, where if we want to experience moments of happiness and delight, then the word is a perfect place to start because scripture identifies it as a place and delight in the company of God. That is a great place place to begin to experience happiness in our life that compounds on that joy we already have in Christ. And if, you know, if you're in a place where you are feeling like a void of happiness, it's certainly time to ask some questions. It's certainly time to uh, talk to a pastor and time to um, consider diving into therapy so that you can evaluate, you know, I have this joy in Jesus. I know it's not going to, go away, but I would like my life to look a little bit different because I feel like I'm missing something. Those are questions we should ask, not things we should follow. You know, we're not going to walk out on our marriage. We're not going to, um, you know, walk out on our job today without considering it just because we don't feel happy right now. Mm -hmm.
0: Deaconess Heidi Gaiman, mental health Monday on the coffee hour. Thank you so much for, uh, for helping us look at happiness and joy today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'll see you next time.
0: I'm Andy Bates. I'm
1: Sarah Golseth.